Welcome to the What's Next podcast for women. This is where we remove the what ifs and the I can'ts from the equation to make room for your what's next. So grab your favorite beverage and snack, pen and paper, and let's join our host, Pamela Stone. Well, hello, everybody. Hello. And guess what? Welcome to another edition for another day here at What's Next Podcast for Women. I want to welcome you all to another show. I can't wait for you guys to see who is sitting in my green room. I'm so excited. It's another powerhouse. As I always say, I'm bringing powerhouse to the table to help you go after your what's next by conquering our what ifs and I can'ts. So I can't wait for you guys to see who I have here and hear what she's talking about. But before I do that, let's do some housekeeping. First and foremost, my name is Pamela Stone. I am your businesswoman success coach. I help you conquer your what ifs and I can'ts by going after your what's next. You ask how I do it? I do it every week. Bring on some powerhouse women and we just talk. We talk to help you conquer your what ifs. Now, I get so many I get so many questions on so many times of how did this come about? How did the podcast come about? Why did I even create the podcast? So before I answer those questions, I want you to grab your pen and paper. I want you to grab your favorite evening beverage and snack. Look, I already, it's late. So I already had my snack and beverage. So you'll have to bear with me, but grab your favorite evening beverage, your favorite snack and sit back. Now, if you have any questions, drop them in the feed. We will definitely, we will definitely address them, right? We're all about going after each, helping each other and empowering each other after empowering each other. Then lastly, before I go and address the questions, today's Win Wednesday. If you don't know, what I do here is I celebrate you. I love celebrating everybody who has created a, a win or a goal, and then they got and they've conquered their goal. Now, may you set the goal and you've reached your goal, or you set the goal and you're still working on it, that's still a win, right? Or better yet, even if you recognize that you want to do a goal, but you just don't know where to start at, I'm going to still want to cheer you on. I'm here for you. Drop it in the feed below and tell me what is your win for this week. Well, let me tell you a little bit about why I started What's Next podcast. I was literally sitting in a corporate job, and I was looking around one day, and I promise you, this literally just happened, where I was sitting at a corporate job, and I was like, this is it. It was so bad. I had anxiety attack, and I literally broke down. I could not believe that I'm sitting at a desk, and I'm making someone else's dream possible, lining their pockets, but I wasn't lining mine. And I even went and asked other women around me saying, maybe it's just me. You know, sometimes you wonder if, if it's just in your mind or is it really true? So I asked other women, I'm like, so what is your what's next? And a lot of them had came up with a lot of what ifs or I can'ts. And so I'm like, nope, that's not for me. I'm going out here and I'm going to conquer mine. And so I created this podcast, letting women know that I've been there, done it. And I got clothes, outfits. I have the scar marks and all on for the battle scars, as they talk about, that I have those battle scars. So I know what it's like to be sitting someplace and don't know what your what's next is. Or you know, but just don't know how to get to the next level. Well, I'm here for you. And if I can't help you, as you see, I bring on a different powerhouse woman as I'm getting ready to bring on and they can help you. So please do not sit on your what's next because of your what ifs and I can'ts. It can be done. I'm doing it and you can too. So this half of the show, I wanted to let you know, it is actually sponsored by Hurt and Poet LLC, and it's by the CEO of Elisa Hurt. If you're looking for an amazing content writer that can flex your voice through the writing, she's the woman for you. Elisa, if you're out there or you're still out there, drop it in the feed how people can get a hold of you. But without further ado, I am going to bring on the amazing... Itika. Hey there. 
Hey, lady, how are you? I feel good. Thank you so much for inviting me on. This is so cool. No, thank you. So if everybody who doesn't know what who Itika is, tell them a little bit about you. Yeah. So first of all, I'm so happy to be with um, your audience on tonight, your friends, your family, your community of um, uh, business owners. And uh, my name is Atika Watkins. I am the owner of a company headquartered in Michigan uh, called Professional Bookkeepers, where we build bankable brands by offering a business solution for them. Uh, Usually most business owners that I come in contact do not have a financial back office. Um, Most business owners that I come in contact with, they've started their businesses. They've done the, the main thing, which is that they have their structure. They don't know what that structure means and not neither have they um, done the, the things that they need in order to solidify their financial organization um, of their of their business. And so a lot of times when people connect with me, that's what they connect with me for. Absolutely. Oh, I am so glad. Hello, Lisa. Lisa Thomas says, hello, beautiful ladies. Hey, Lisa. Thank you for joining. So absolutely, I'm with. I'm so glad you talked about this because um, before I brought Atika on, I was letting her know that I've come across with a lot of business owners that are starting their business. And so let's go back to what is a. I love the brandable bank. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love brand, brandable bank brand. Excuse me. I love that. So can you tell our audience a little bit about what does it look like? And even. For those who just started, how how can they even get to that point? For sure. So bankable brands to me are brands and organizations that have uh, hired an attorney or at least retained an attorney so that they can get the legal um, help that they need. Um, a lot of times in setting up your structure, it's just important, Alicia, to have this type of infrastructure set up and by an attorney. I think the the second important thing is actually having that infrastructure. Uh, Gone are the days where we're just simply self-employed or sole proprietors. We really need to have some form of a structure as a limited liability corporation. We need to be structured as S corporations, if that suits what you're doing corporations, or you might even have a partnership, but you need to have some type of formation behind what it is that you're doing. The third thing that most people fail at, and this is why people can't get lending, they can't take advantage of investments or investors, they can't um, even make big purchases, if you will, um, because they don't have a financial back office in place, meaning they cannot go to a computer or a laptop or their phone even and pull a financial report that says, in this snapshot of time, this is what I've done. This is my value as an organization. And so when I communicate and connect with women and men, I am literally trying to build out this infrastructure that really the business owner is only concerned with. And as you grow your business and you add people onto your team, that information may be made available to them and that type of thing. But this is so vitally important. So say, for instance, I'm a new business owner just coming mm-hmm. out the gate. Mm-hmm. OK, wait. I'm sorry to laugh, but Lisa said, did she just call me out? <laughs> I wasn't trying to, Lisa. I really wasn't. I really, really wasn't. I just really think that as a sole proprietor, you need a lot of insulation. And so insulation from taxes. And so a number of people get intimidated by taxes, but really your formation helps to put frame around your tax structure, right? It Absolutely. helps to put frame around that. And so- Um, At least by becoming minimally a limited liability corporation, you are protecting yourself, your livelihood, if you will. Um, If for some freak chance you start a business and you had a great idea, but you just didn't plan it out all that well and you happen to tank, creditors cannot pursue you for your personal assets. Okay, so it's just important that we put some framework around, you know, what it is that we're doing to protect ourselves. That's all. And I totally agree with you because, again, I've come across, come in contact with a lot of women, maybe be the seasoned women or maybe mm-hmm. women that are just coming into the business and they mm-hmm. did not protect themselves. So I'm so glad you're on here talking about this piece of the business. Um, and, and it's overwhelming. 
I get it. I've been there where you're hearing it all. You're like, okay, what do I do? How do I start out? So with that being said, Atika, say for instance, we have a listener on here who's like, Ugh, I can't afford mm -hmm. services. What's one piece of advice you can give to them? You may not be able to hire um, an accountant right out the gate, but you definitely can tap into software solutions that are beyond free. Cause I don't think free will always um, support what you're doing um, and or cause you to have to start all over again because of how it's set up or the feature limitation. But I definitely think that if you have if you've done nothing else, you need to create that financial structure by at least having some form of a software. Y'all know. <laughs> that I am a uh, advanced certified QuickBooks Pro advisor. Um, it is my solution of choice. It's my solution of choice because of how user friendly mm -hmm. it is for owners to use who, who are not ready to hire a team, who don't have a number of people helping them that are doing all of their administrative tasks, all of their financial tasks, all of those things on their own. And so I think the first thing you should be able to do after you've talked to an attorney, got your structure together, is definitely um, sign up for a, a subscription level that accommodates your business and what you're trying to do. I agree with you. Actually, I have QuickBooks and it's so simple, everyone. Mm -hmm. um, if, Tika, if someone can't do QuickBooks, is it something that you can train or can they talk to you about that? Oh, absolutely. I train nearly every day people yes. uh, in this solution. Um, you'd be surprised what you think you don't know. Remove all the accounting language, because I think sometimes that's what hurts us. We get intimidated by the language. We're not accountants. We're not bookkeepers and that type of thing. But remove that piece and just think about what it is that you're trying to do. I'm trying to invoice somebody so that they can pay me so I can Absolutely. So we have here a little glitch, but that's okay. So with that being said, I hope you all will bring her back on when she gets back on here. But I want you all to know this is important. And I hope there are those of you who are just new coming into becoming an owner or becoming a business owner that you have created your LLC. Like she said, it's nothing else. It has um, it has protected, it protects you because you know what I am all about. I know a lot of people are always talking about, well, I want to be a sole proprietor. I'm not telling you how to do it, but personally I would be the LLC because your LLC protects you more. Um, the sole proprietor does not give you as much coverage. It does not protect you as you think it does. So an LLC mm -hmm. is doing, is going to protect you. And also to your if you're collecting money, you have got to set yourself up as an LLC. Mm -hmm. um, you definitely need to cover yourself. So again, I'm bringing women on here that can help you build your business to be successful. And one way is being bringing a bankable brand and that is building up your bank. So as we were talking about is QuickBooks, I use QuickBooks. Um, so simple. It is so easy. Um, and if you have any questions, what you can do is you can reach out to Atika and she will show you how to go after your how to do QuickBooks. I promise you it's not as hard. It is painless. And guess what? You have a source that can show you how to do it. Absolutely. So, so Atika, let me go back a little bit. So as you become a bit, as you are a business owner, how long have you been in business for yourself? I left corporate America, uh, 2016. I had a very, very nice job, um, but I really felt called to the entrepreneurial space to help um, people, the little guy, the mm -hmm. person that doesn't have, you know, any help, any assistance. Um, you'd be surprised what type of help your accountant can actually assist you with from tax forms to making sure that you're in compliance to um, preparing reporting for you, um, reviewing your information for you, making sure that you're at least profitable according to what your plans and your goals were. And so I left corporate about 2016 and literally fully launched myself um, into this entrepreneurial space. I can tell you it has not been easy. <laughs> it has definitely uh, been hard. I've heard more no's than yeses, um, more times than not. Um, but a lot of it comes from fear, honestly. There are a number of women, especially, who are afraid for other people to really peel back that layer 
and look into their books because it really is it's like getting undressed in front of somebody when it comes to your money and so um usually when people do meet with me um there is like a mindset that has to be uh kind of stripped away from them in order for them to really embrace having an accountant um, especially if they've done things in hustle mode if they've done things you know um always behind or always in arrearages or you know if they've just done what they can not necessarily caring about the outcome um it's, it's really uncomfortable i can honestly tell you that but we make it easy for them to to come on board that's good so if someone's facing their fear of coming to you what is, what is your piece of advice I, I really would, I would be more afraid of what lies ahead if you really have any vision or any goal for your company. If you really have that million dollar goal or that 10, 10K month or that 30K month or whatever the, the dollar amount month is, and you don't have, you know, the right people in place, you don't know what that capacity could be like. You don't know you know, what those costs could, could be like. You don't know how to manage cash flow. You don't know how to use the system. And some of us, we actually do start businesses. And literally when we launch our business, it just takes off and we're not prepared. So it's better to be prepared than to be behind the eight ball trying to figure out, well, what do I do next? Have I got myself in trouble? So I so agree with you. Mm -hmm. When you have people come to you, what is one thing that makes you cringe? What one thing that makes me cringe when people um when they commingle their funds? Ooh. Uh when so when I say commingle, I'm talking about someone who just has a hodgepodge of everything flowing through one bank account. Their intention is to get uh, a new bank account. I know it was hard and has been hard in this pandemic, but there are a number of people that have been operating from one bank account for a very, very long time. You got all your investments going into one account account you got your business stuff going into one account you got uh your alimony payments <laughs> coming into i mean it's just a lot of stuff um i think that's probably the most difficult type of account um to, to work with because it's exposing your accountant to stuff they really don't need to see unless they're filing your taxes for you right Right. The second thing that is has that intimidates me a little bit is when you do have that type of account, and not only are they commingled with their personal information, but they have a number of businesses. Mm. Um, so how do you know if you're profitable or or not if you're working from one account? You really don't know. You can't know. And so I think that's probably one of the most intimidating things: personal commingled, businesses commingled. Absolutely. So when people are coming, because you know what, I'm glad we talked about the co-mingling because let me tell you, I have talked to literally five women this week, just this week about they co-mingle their work, their everything together. And I was asking them, why did they co-mingle everything together? And the first mm -hmm. response is, I don't know. I did not think about, I needed to separate it. How do I even separate the co-mingling from my personal um, business? And so I had to sit down and tell them, you know, one, one way is to start now. Stop everything and start now is separating out, um, separate your business from your personal. And so I've charged them with that. So if anybody is out here listening to us or following us and you're trying to figure out, well, okay, I am one that's commingling, we're not going to judge you. Okay. Right. But two, I need you to stop today at this moment and stop commingling your business from your personal. Right. And three, Go open up a business only account. That's it. And there's many banks out here that will do it for you where you can open up a business account. So then it all you can do is just to do business out of that business account. Right. Am I on the right track? Oh, you, you're on the money. You're <laughs> definitely on the money. And then I will add to that to begin to set up your mind that my business is actually independent of me. Mm -hmm. So many times people have they they haven't divorced themselves from their company. It makes it difficult to do a lot of things. It makes it difficult to bring on team members. It makes it difficult to actually spend the money you need to spend. It makes it difficult for you to um, bring in more money because you haven't divorced your mind 
from your business. And when you begin to think about your business is this thing and I'm me, um, I think that most of us will go a lot further. We'll push ourselves a lot further. But when you think about it, this is all me, then those natural limitations begin to develop when you're in business, things that hinder you altogether. I so agree with you. It took me a long time, not a long time. It did take me a minute to understand my mind had, my business had to be on my business and my personal had to be my personal. Mm -hmm. So what I did was funny enough. One thing I did was I moved my business account wholly mm -hmm. to another bank, totally to another bank. And I mean, totally like I literally have to drive. It's just five more miles, but it's five more miles that it's five more miles out of the way of my personal. So I also, and that just made me realize, and it goes with the mindset, you know, you have mm -hmm. to understand we as business owners, if you want to be a CEO, you have to understand that's mm -hmm. the first step is to do some mindset work. And so that's how I did it. I had to literally, okay, here's where my personal bank is. Let me go down the street five minutes, just five minutes around the corner, but that's where my business and that's how I handle it. So that's what I do. Let's see. We have a question here from Cassandra. Oh, sure. Cassandra said, would you need it to be, what she said, would you need it to be a minimum deposit or a daily balance? I don't necessarily know that I understand the question, but at the point that you're ready to open up a business checking account, that might be when you may want to hire a, a bookkeeper or an accountant, um, to at least on retainer, to help you to figure out what bank would make the most sense. Now, if you work with a bank that requires that you have a daily cash minimum of $5,000 and you know that you can't keep cash in your bank account, that's the worst bank to be a part of, right? Because they're going to charge you those fees. And, you know, you want to be able to avoid unnecessary fees if at all possible. Um, or if you are working with a bank that requires that it's high volume. So if you have a lot of volume activity and, and you are working with a bank that requires that you have um, a lot of activity, then that would be the type of bank that you want um, to work with. And so when it comes to banking, also your accountant is going to let you know um, that this bank is a good bank because of its lending capability. This bank is a good bank because of their um, accessibility. Access is important. Absolutely. And technology is important. Honestly, if you got to send me my, my, my bank statements um, and I'm trying to close my books in seven days, that, that may be problematic, especially during this time, because mail is getting to everybody slow. So you just want to make sure that um, the bank that you work with doesn't charge you or tackle a lot of um, unnecessary fees. Um, one thing you can do for yourself if you are opening up a business checking account um, is work with the bank um, that uh, you understand how much your, what your cash levels need to be. You understand the volume of activity you need to have flowing through that account, but also make sure that there are some perks and benefits to you as well. Meaning, if do I have to pay you for every um, if I, if I, for some freak chance, didn't save my deposit information and I need it, do I need to pay you for every mm -hmm. download or every access point for, you know, information that, yeah, I should have, I should have retained, but I didn't retain it. I think that those are member benefits that, um, you'll find beneficial depending on how disorganized you are. If you're very organized then this will be a cakewalk. But if you're disorganized, a banking relationship is very critical to you. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. You're so right. Because the disorganized person is going to go, it'll filter down into your books, into your business, and then it'll shut you down. Mm -hmm. So then we have another question. Elisa right. um, says, do you feel a bank is more feasible than PayPal? So I would discount PayPal at all. Um, PayPal has been probably one of the biggest lenders to small business owners. It's easy to get their um, their uh, their uh, capital loan that they have, depend and it really is driven by your sales. Um, if you deal with um, customers that, um, if you have a subscription level type of product, PayPal is definitely one of those uh, common. Uh, no-brainer solutions that most consumers will at least feel comfortable with exchanging information with. 
But when it comes to having um, payroll, when it comes to paying your freelancers, your non-employee non compensation, when it comes to paying your rent or things of that nature, um, you can't always pay that in you can't always pay those types of expenses um, via PayPal. And then also you would want to have a banking relationship. At some point, you're going to have a couple mm -hmm. of zeros in the bank just sitting. And at some point, I may not want to use my own cash. I may want to use your cash. And you want to definitely demonstrate to the bank that relationship. Absolutely. I so agree with you. So they both have their, their place, I guess? Yes. Yes, you did. Ladies, if you have more questions, keep them coming. As I said before, our banker guru is here. So if you guys have questions, ask her why she's here. But real quick, everyone, I want to thank everybody for dropping in the fee questions for, for Atika. Itika, and I want you to all understand we're here to help you build your business to be successful. And so the one way to do it is to declutter the myth and declutter all that's going on in your banking to make you become a brand, a banking brand, you know, bankable band brand, excuse me, what a tongue twister there. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I really got to say, ladies, I hope these are, she is answering your question. Um, Elisa says, that's right. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, Cassandra says, Thank you, ladies. I got to go. Thank you, Cassandra, for you. joining. If you have any questions that you still want to drop um, or ask us after the show, please drop them in the feed. If I can't ask them, I will definitely give them over to Itika so she can address them um, for and foremost, because I'm here to empower you so you can go after your what's next and not let your I can't, what means your bank, I can't because of my banking, I can't because I'm scared of finances. You don't have to be. There's many yeah. ways around it in many ways as well. So we're all coming around the halfway point already. Wow, time is going by fast. Wow, fast. really? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so fast. Um, real quick, everyone. We'll let Atika sit here and rest for a moment. But real quick, I want to let everybody know, as you all heard, the first half of the show was sponsored by Hurt and Poet LLC, which is ran by the CEO of Elisa Hurt. Elisa, if you can drop your information in the in the feed below. But she is the CEO of a content writing company. If you're looking for someone to flex your voice through the writing, she is your woman. I tell you, she can do it. She does it for me, for my business as she does it for me for my podcast as well as for my magazine so check her out definitely then i also want to know it's win wednesday now you'll get to hear our wins at the end of the show but we want to hear your wins i believe in celebrating you guys know if you're don't know or you're new i love celebrating people you know we all mm -hmm. we're all out here working so hard and we don't hear the the congratulations we don't see anybody celebrating we don't hear it well, here we do it. So I want to hear your wins for the for the day, for the week. And the win is just a small goal. Now, so many people are like, I have these big goals. No, 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 no. Here's one thing I teach you. I teach you small goals. You achieve the small goals, then you can definitely achieve your big goals. And so mm -hmm. let's hear what your goal is for this week. Again, you'll hear ours, but we definitely want to hear yours. You guys keep the questions coming. Atika and I will be here through the show. Again, if you are wanting to ask more questions about your brand, um, about your business finance, you have a finance guru right here that's willing to help you guys ask, answer your questions. So keep them coming. Absolutely. So, so Atika, let's go switch the gears a little bit. Now, this is okay. about you. So real quick. Uh one of the girl this is gonna be fun one of the uh, one thing that i always believe in is empowering our minds i believe we as business owners to become that ceo to be that seven figure ceo you have you have to nurture your mind and one way to do it is reading so with that being said what's your book on the bookshelf that you have your reading now or currently have read Absolutely. So um, completely off topic. I am reading this book. I pulled it out. Um, I sent a number of people. Let me know if you can. Yes, see I got mine. I'm sending a number of people. This book is called. I'm horrible at show and tell here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's called The Breaker Anointing. 
Yes. I started a little small private group um, on the top part of this year. Um, it is a prayer group. That's the book. And what I found is that no, at no matter no matter what level you are, whether you're just starting in the in the middle of the road at the top of your game, you really have to have um, your mind renewed and you really have to come into the knowledge of who you are. And sometimes life's challenges and, and the different things that we are up against growing up and as adults, these things really lean on our brain and our mind. And you would be surprised how much of this stuff comes out in your business. Mm. Now, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a counselor. I'm not a, um, you know, I'm not a therapist, you know, so don't call me to sit on my couch because I ain't got nothing but food for you. OK, but I can tell you that this this book called The Breaker Anointing has been so good. I actually uh, read it on my phone. I prefer to read on my phone, mm -hmm. but um, it has really been instrumental in breaking limitations off. Um, off of my mind. I am a person that believes heavily that God has given us the power to get wealth, to create wealth. Um, and when you get into the, the realm of money, you really are getting into a very dangerous territory mm -hmm. because um, that is a generational thing. And so um, I'm reading this book. I've read it a couple of times. I shared it with my, um, my group called The Prayer Room. Um, and it's uh, faith, um, faith, belief, and breakthrough. Okay. So if you're interested in, in coming into the room, we do pray. You got to be accountable. We're about to start our third cycle of prayer. Um, April the 25th, we go for 21 days until God, we get an answer from God. And I'm going to tell you how powerful it is. Um, and I, hopefully I'm not taking too long. No, but, this is our show. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I when I when um, I got caught, so I don't consider myself a prayer warrior. I think I shared this with you too. Mm -hmm. I don't consider myself a prayer warrior or an intercessor per se. Um, so when God called me into prayer was at the top of the year. Um, at the top of the year, everybody who's a business owner is like rolling out their plans and trying to get their their stuff together for their first quarter and launching this and launching that, or have they, they've already launched. And I really didn't feel compelled to launch anything coming into the year. And I went on this Facebook live and I felt God call me into prayer and I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't have time for this guy. You know, I got it. I need money, you know? And so literally, yeah, everything came to a screeching halt. I didn't do any Facebook ads. I didn't do any, any, um, trying to solicit for a uh, business or anything like that. As a matter of fact, no customers. He told me no one for 21 days. I even turned money away within the 21 days. And so when I came out, God is so good because he gave me the opportunity to meet with um, a, a woman um, here based out of Michigan. And they have like a lending institution and I'm going to be uh, heading up their pilot program for their accounts that need um, bookkeeping. I didn't advertise for this. I didn't ask for it, but it just shows you that when you get into alignment with what God wants for you to do, how things will just fall into place. It'll be so succinct. So um, yeah, this book, you definitely want to get it. Um, read it with a group of friends even because it has um, definitely notes that you can take, group study that you can do together because it's very, very eye-opening. If you are used to going to church um, you probably don't know anything about the breaker anointing. I'm, I'm willing to believe it. So it's yeah, really good. It is. You guys, actually, I'm getting ready to read it again. <laughs> no, but no, but all seriously, I wasn't ready at that time. I'm like you, though. I was not ready. Yeah. Ready. And it's just like, OK, I'm ready for it. Um, we got some keep it going, ladies. Um, Alisa says, I admire you for that. Thank you. Uh, Adrian says, God, time is a profitable time. Say it again. Yes. Man. Yes, Adrian. So true. So true. I'm here to tell you, I really felt like all of us feel I got to get my stuff out here. I got to, you know, I don't got time for this. But God was like, no, I, I need I have a requirement for you. And I'm here to tell you, um, I probably cried 20, 22 days out the 21 days, okay? 
all in the prayer. And this is our third cycle. So after we left the first cycle of 21 days, we went back into a second cycle. So this is our third cycle. But yeah, do what God is calling you to do for sure. Absolutely. Um, you want your, your business to be blessed. Absolutely. Ladies, mm -hmm. keep it coming. I know it's amazing what you do, but ladies, you got to get the book. You know, mm -hmm. here we can do it here on a day, but you guys need to get the book. Um, Danya said great information, lady. Thank you. We thank you. Thank you. But so then we did the book on the shelf. So, what is one quote that you're following that you love to follow? So, y'all, I don't know if you knew this, but I absolutely love Michelle Obama. Yes, she is probably the dopest female that I that just on my radar. I just love her. I'm, I just love how she is um, as a person. She just feels so down home and so sisterly, so motherly, so girlfriendish. It just depends on what conversation she's having. And the, my, so one of the books that I read uh, came off the heels of reading was Becoming. Mm -hmm. And I actually launched a program called Becoming the CEO. But it was a very, very powerful book. If you, I listen to books on audio. Otherwise, I won't read a book. But I'm with you. Me, me too. Y'all got to get that book too because it's so good. So I was reading Becoming, and um, uh, it was just so it was so down, um, down to earth. But she says this: choose people who lift you up. Mm. And so many of us live in the past. So many of us live, you know, in the rearview mirror of the things that have happened. But we're not choosing people that lift us up. I'm here to tell you the accountability prayer group that I created. These are women who text and say, hey, I'm praying for you. Or let me testify what God has done. Um, or just, just encouraging things. So choose people that lift you up. Be around women that are contagious and infectious and just make you want to be around them. Because if you pull me to doing good, then I can pull somebody else to doing good. You know what I'm saying? And, th and therefore, we have this sisterhood that we all we all desperately, secretly want. So right. True. So true. And you know what? That's funny because, well, those that don't know, but Artika and I belong to the same group. Mm -hmm. WP and that was that topic is so I'm glad we had that topic of who was in your tribe because it's still right you know if you have to if you have to build if you have to keep pulling somebody and keep pulling somebody they may not be part of your tribe and there but you know those that are lift you up man yeah yeah, yeah. It is so important. And I'm I'm like you. I love Michelle Obama because she makes you feel like she's my sister. Like if I see her today. Long as we're on the same, like, she would hug you, talk to you, and, and just mush with you. So I, I so do, so yeah. do love that. And yeah, yes, that's my huddle. I know because we talked about last week. Actually, we're getting ready to read a book called Huddle, and it's okay. by, um, it's by a woman who talks about how to empower your group. Um, okay. I'm gonna write that down. Look, I love that. Oh, I love it. And actually, it's by Brooke Baldwin. Oh, okay. And she she used to be a CNN reporter, mm -hmm. and the huddle. And actually, this is and I feel this is our huddle here at the What's Next podcast because what she said was she noticed that when she was going around the world, and she noticed that women were doing the support groups. Um, what is it? Not the Black Women Lives Matter. When she noticed that women were out here doing supporting one another, but they have their huddles, and each huddle had was their support group. They were pulling each other together. They were bonding to each other. So huddle teaches you that. And so those, so those, that book will be a book that I will be reading and implementing some of those whatever the processes that I don't have. I will be implementing that here in this group because I feel what's next podcast for women is a huddle we're here for mm -hmm. sisterhood, and i believe if we go arm in arm together we can make we can do anything anything mm -hmm. and all things are possible so yeah huddle is going to be is on my radar as well but i love that sure for sure yeah. so i love that i love becoming mm -hmm. oh the when she read it i was just like oh my goodness now no shade to her husband because you right you love right right Right, Obama. Right. I found reading his book, it was just one of those things. I was just like, I don't know. Write another book. 
couple too. Well, I guess because Michelle was very, she had us on our seat. She was engaging. Yes. And but as no, look, no shade, no yeah. shade. Please understand, no shade. Please understand us, sir. <laughs> but, <laughs> no. You're right. I just, I, like I said, though, Michelle was so engaging. But also, too, you have to remember, when in her position as the as the first lady, she was engaging with us, no matter what it was going on. May it be us eating healthy. May it be whatever was going on in the world. She engaged us all, and she had, and she knew how to engage us. Versus, he was the leader, and like, okay, this is what we're doing, and that's it. And I think that's how his book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No shade, President. No shade, Mister. <laughs> okay, but that book, I just could not get it. And I love her book too. Also, since we're talking about it, there are a number of us that are actually we're leading the pack. We are creating um, lanes for our own selves so in our families, in our immediate family you know, in our communities. And so what I loved about her book was the fact that she was vulnerable. Yeah. And she allowed herself to feel that. And I think that even in business, that's something that we have to allow ourselves to feel and not feel like you have to have all the answers or you have to know all the right people, right. have all the money, do all the right things. You know, um, from her book, I gathered that she was becoming, there was no there wasn't a blueprint for her to follow. Who had right. been the first lady that was African-American before her? No one. Right. So there wasn't a blueprint for her. She kind of had to create her own lane. And so, and I rock with that. I feel like it's important for us to um, just feel feel okay to, to create, mm -hmm. a, create a lane. There isn't a lane and I'm just going to create one right. and, and pioneer that thing, you right. know? I'm with you. I, I, and I too, I like, like you said, I like when she was vulnerable. That's, yeah. where, I, that's where I connected. Because yeah. I like, oh my goodness. Now I know, now I feel it. I truly say it's okay that I'm going to be out in the forefront and it's okay that I'm going to be that one that's creating my lane or creating the lane for everybody. And, sure. I, and no one, and if the judgment comes, it's okay. For but sure. also, and you know, so I'm with you. I really connected with that book. I love There's that. So many women, honestly, Pam, who who they have businesses right here yeah. on Facebook. They don't go live on their personal page. They don't yeah. go live on their business page, and yet you're th you're spending money, you know. But none of it's gonna connect because you won't even pioneer in the one area where you have at least an immediate circle. Exactly. You know, and it's because you're afraid. And so why are we afraid? We're afraid because we don't want to fail to do this. But usually yeah. the things that we fear, they never happen. Right. They and never they, happen. But if they do, though, but let's be honest, we as women, yeah. if they happen, so what? Yeah. Yes. No, you, you have if you have the right huddle or tribe, they got you. And they're like, girl, come on, we got this. OK, you know, soaked it up you done wallowed for a little bit. But guess what? Okay, then let's exactly. move. Exactly. Figure it out. So exactly. I, I totally and I still I've been preaching it and I will still preach it to the end. I that's how I feel. So real quick, what do you do for self care? Because you're a busy woman. You oh my god! So one thing I absolutely do, and I, I really it should be a holiday every <laughs> single month. I steal a ways. I don't care. I'm, I shut down. I don't do anything. If I want to just lay in my bed and eat cookies, ho-hos, and cakes all day, then that's what I'm going to do. I just shut the world out and uh, allow myself to feel in the moment. Um, because a lot of times what we do is we busy ourselves with these never-ending tasks that we put on these lists. Nobody's taxing me to do anything. But literally, I'm like, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. No. So every single month, I steal in a way. It, it could be going to a, a hotel and just pigging out. It could be, you know, shutting myself in for the weekend. It could be taking a train ride. It could be doing anything. Good for you. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I believe in self-care. So yeah. please, please take time for you because mm -hmm. 
If no you, then we can't. You're 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 just serving us, and you're not helping us to do what you're supposed to do for us. So yeah, and you're angry, and you're mad, and you're frustrated, mm -hmm. and you're worn out, and you're beat down. You just need to be revitalized and be refreshed in your mind. And you, with a fresher mind, you'll have fresher creativity, fresher thoughts, fresher everything. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. When do you have? Let's see. So, what is your what's next? What is my what's next? You know, I um I feel strongly that I'm going to start to to teach more so, um because just let's be honest, there are a number of people that um they are not at a place that they can hire um accountants. Yes. Okay, but I believe the corporate space is changing. Yes. I believe that there is going to become a heavy reliance on people to actually have their things in, in place so that they can do B2B. Right. And so trying to make it easier for women, especially to segue into that space is what I want to do. So I definitely am going to be doing more training in the software that I love because I love it. Um it, I, I feel like you need to know enough about accounting to be dangerous, but you need to know when you need to hand it off. And if you're doing it on your own and you see and feel the time that you're committed to doing it, you'll know better when to hand it off. Oh, I so agree with you. Well, mm -hmm. keep me in on the training. However, I can support you. I will be there because I am all about this. I love the software. Yeah, I, I have it on my phone. I promise you, I preach it to everybody. But yeah, so I definitely will be there. However, I can support you. I will be there for that. Absolutely. Well, as we're getting ready to close up for this, this has been so fun. Thank you. Yes, for Thank you for having me on. I love having you. I love having you on. This was so much fun. But before we go, okay, everybody, I know I see you all out here. You guys are popping in here with some amazing, some amazing little tidbits, dropping some messages and quotes and things. What is your guys' win for this week? If you need help with your win for this week, we can here to help you because you still have time. Mm -hmm. So Atika, what is your win for this week? My win for this week is the fact that I am not behind in filing taxes if our deadline were uh, April the 15th. I actually have uh, automated a lot of things that I didn't have automated before this season. Um, I, that was one of my big, big things. I wanted to be able to acquire information from people safely and securely without exposing their information to the World Wide Web. And so um, having... Um, my deadline met my internal deadline. There I go again. <laughs> but having that internal deadline where I don't want to, if people come to me after, that's one thing. But for people who I already have, I want to be done. <laughs> so I feel good. About oh, congratulations. That's great. Uh, Adrian said, great words, lady. We're glad we're here to empower you. Thank you. I'm You rocking your win. I have to say my win for this week. I have too. I have been so intentional to be on point, to be ahead of the game. Look, I'm so ahead of the game. I was, um, I was just ready. I'm ready for every. Congratulations, Chantel. That is great. But I'm all about being on, being intentional. I wanted to bring on, as I reach out to more powerhouse women out here, to bring on, to educate. I want everyone to get out here and go after the what's next. And mm -hmm. quit worrying about the I can'ts and the what is. You have a huddle. You have a tribe here. If you ask me a question and I can't help you, you see who I have in my corner, ladies. There's, we're all hand in hand. So if I can't, I have a thousand other ones that I have locked arms with that I promise you that can help you. So know that, um, note that much. Pam, you remember me first speaking on my journey. I know. So you got to keep going. Keep going. And let it go. And you look. You have completed your manuscript. So you are so close. Chantel, I'm super proud of you and keep going. I can't wait to read the book. I hope, you know, we'll have to bring you on so you can talk about the book. Remember, we talked about Yay. that before. <laughs> so we definitely will. So, it, so as we're closing up, any lasting words you would like to leave with these 
amazing women. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, and I really appreciate, again, your friends, your followers, your audience. Um, BWP, I did share um, the uh, video to um, the live broadcast to um, Black Women Promote. So if you're a Black woman that does not have a tribe and you want to feel connected with other business owners, we invite you into the group. Um, we'll definitely put some links up uh, inside of the comments um, and when we circle back and massage the comments. But uh, I am Atika Watkins. I am an accountant um, and it's what I love to do. I'm building a bookkeeping firm. I want to compete with staffing agencies like Robert Half. You, you all have heard of them before, but I want to compete with them at the level of accounting because it's what I actually love. And I want to be able to serve business owners like yourself. If you know that you have a bankable brand and you don't have a back office for it, you need to connect with me so that we can get you started. Even if that is for a solution of choice. And I'll make sure that I put those links inside of the, the comments for you. But thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Pam, as always, for having oh, us. Thank it's you. so fun. This, I definitely have to have you come back. This was an honor. It was fun. It went by so fast. And that's why I tell, you know, when things go by fast, you know, you're doing your passion and your purpose and you love what you do. And so I want you all to know as we're wrapping it up, if no one has not told you all today, you guys are amazing and you rock and know that you go after what you want. Go after your what's next and stop letting your I can'ts and what ifs hold you back. So if you guys need help or if you want to still keep dropping in the feed on your wins, we love to hear from you. If you have questions, I can't answer it. I definitely will pass it off to my co-host because I totally believe in I'm not the answer to everything. So again, I can't answer you. Definitely my co-host, my amazing co-host, Will. Thank you for joining us, you all. And I so appreciate you. And even honestly, to even sit here and just listen to our story and listen to our brand mm -hmm. and out here trying to empower you and inspire you. And you stay here. That I, I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. And if it wasn't for you, you know, I'm just, just grateful. So I want to let you all know until next week at this time, don't forget to keep dropping in the feed, what your win is for the week. And if you have any questions, keep them in, keep them coming. It's never too late. I will ne I always here am here to empower you until next week. So again, ladies, thank you. Take care of yourself. And ladies, can you everybody mask up so we can get this over with and get moving <laughs> on, you know, I'm ready to get out here and empower some women face to face. But until next week, you guys, you guys rock, take care and thank you everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the what's next podcast for women. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a comment or review wherever you're listening. Until next time, take care and be intentional.